Sports Addicted to sports A married man's guide to sports addiction Hey! Hey, people. Guy Sanchez back with episode 15 of the Married Man's Guide to Sports Addiction. Today is, what is it, April 26, 2016? Man, this year is clicking by. That's such a cliche thing to say, I know, but um, I don't know if it's just me getting older or what, but I, I can't I can't keep time anymore. It just seems like it just, whew, just gets away from you, so... God damn! I don't I don't know if it's it's the time that's clicking by so fast, or if I'm just dreading like Christmas is right around the corner again, and I gotta get all geared up to do that bullshit again. Presents and shopping and ugh, who needs it? Oh, what do you got? What's been going on? What's been going on? This has been it's been a good week, you know. I mean, a lot of sports to watch, a lot of good things going on in my life. Uh, it's just, it's it's been a good week. But I, I still found ways to be cranky and grumpy, and uh, I'm a grumpy bitch. That's that's what I am. But, uh, let's see, this weekend uh, was Sunday. Sunday. I took I took some time off of watching sports a little bit. I had to pump the brakes. I was on a real tear there for a while, just watching so many games. Um, and I, I took the kids out. My wife... My wife called me when I was at work. I, I wasn't at work. What was I? I was like going grocery shopping. That's what it was. And um, she said, you need to take the kids out today. The kids need to go somewhere. Um, you know, she didn't ask me, oh, how's the budget looking? Can you take the children out? Or do we have any extra money that you can take the kids to lunch? Or, or what, what are we doing? And the only reason she wanted me to take them out was because she had a baby shower to go to the whole thing. And oh, uh, all right. All right, I'm taking the kids out. So we found this little place over in Beaverton, uh, Oregon. And um, it's got laser tag. It's got mini golf. It's got an arcade. It's like a giant pizza place with like a kid's fun center. And I thought, I'll take the kids mini golfing. That sounds fun. We'll do that. So we all get in the car and we get to this mini golf place and holy balls. There was like 10 birthday parties going on in there. The, you know, the high school staff was just at their wits end. They, I mean, you just tell when like when like an employee gives up, especially when it's a kid. They're just like, fuck it. You know, if you want to go mini golf and just take the clubs, I don't care. Do what you got to do. But we waited, paid for our round. Um, and it was really cool. It was like, a, I've never been to this before, but it's like a black light. Uh, black light uh, mini golf. So all of the balls were glowing neon colors and they give you 3D glasses so that you could look at, there's like, you know, holograms on the walls. And when I went mini golfing as a kid, it was just a windmill and uh, some bullshit like cheapest AstroTurf they could find. But this was really cool. There was like stuff going on. I mean, it's, it's a new generation that has to be visually stimulated at all times. It was a little bit much for me, but the kids were enjoying it. Now there was other kids everywhere. And I, I told the kids, I said, hey, these, you know, kids behind, but my kids really don't mini golf, so it took them a while, and they're lining up their shot and doing the whole thing. I said, hey, if these kids behind us need to come through, we'll just step to the side, let them pass, and we'll, we'll go back on the course. We did that once. A couple young kids came through. I mean, they couldn't have been more than like six or seven. 
not even really like aiming the ball. They're just, you know, scooting it into the hole. Uh, their parents wasted money on them. Well, then these kids came behind us. I don't know. I'm saying probably like 10 or 11. Uh, like a group of three boys. And I could hear them catching up. And all I heard was just thwack, thwack, thwack. I mean, they're just golfing this ball. They're not mini golfing. They're just seeing how much trouble they can get into. So, of course, I'm like, you know, the parent golfing with their kids. And these, you know, whoever these kids' parents were just tapped out because there was no parents in sight. And uh, right as we got, like, I think it was the eighth hole, I'm standing on a corner waiting for my kid to line up her shot. And this kid from, like, the sixth hole hits his ball so hard that it bounces off the wall and hits me in the back. Now, I'm not going to beat no other people's kid's ass, obviously. But uh, I'd had it. <laughs> I was going to be a grumpy bitch. And uh, I told my kids to stand off the side away from the pass. And as the kids were kind of passing us, I said out loud, I said, uh, we need to let these little bastards pass. And the kids looked at me, and one of my kids looked at me and said, Dad. I said, no. If these kids want to go ahead and hit an adult with a golf ball, then I'm going to talk to them like some adults. These little bastards ain't got no parents around, don't know how to act right. They need to go on ahead of us, because I'm going to get pissed. You've never seen three kids scurry off faster in your entire life. Now, am I wrong for what I did? No. No, no, not at all. Now... If you're going to say you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't talk to other people's kids like that, you know what? Their parents should be talking to them like that, goddammit. Go hit me with a golf ball, little goddamn bastards. Now, I didn't touch nobody, but they knew. They knew. You know, there's, there's certain people in this world that you tell a little kid, I'm going to tell your dad. And that little kid look at you like, tell him. I don't care. No, I wasn't even going that route. I just said, hey, you're a little bastard. And you better get on ahead of me before you find yourself in some trouble. Man, that kid moved. Motored up. I don't think they even finished the, the whole course. They just they were so far ahead of me by that time, they, they just ran out the building. Hope they got hit in traffic, old bastard. And that's what and that's what and that's me. That's me. I teach my kids how to be right. If you're gonna take your kids out, spend some time with them. Go on the course with them. If you if your kids are so bad at that point that you can't even hang out with them no more, that's on you, man. I should have went and found his parents, slapped his dad in the face. What the fuck's your problem, man? Goddamn kids acting the fool, hitting adults with balls. That could have hit my kid. It's a good thing it didn't hit my kid because I might have, I might have been in jail recording this podcast. Goddamn it! Ooh. See, I can't even have a day off without without getting into some shit. I can't even have a day off. I'm so glad I have daughters. I I really am. As as much as I'm into sports, I don't know if I would have handled sons very well. I'd have been a Little bastard beating some bitch. If I, if I, mm. girls are just calm. Yeah, maybe, maybe girls are three steps ahead of me. Maybe they are infinitely smarter than I am. But at least they can act right, or at least they're pretending to act right. Maybe that's more important. Whew! Just thinking about that kid hitting with the ball, man, give me, give me riled up. I know. Whew! All right, all right, all right, all right. It's done. It's done. I'll never see that kid again in my life. It's done. I just got to let it go. just got to breathe and let it go. There we go. It's gone. All right, guys. Let's get into the sports for the week. So the first thing I'm talking about, NHL, obviously. 
um, because the NHL playoffs are infinitely better than the uh, NBA playoffs. And the Penguins, the Penguins did it with a backup keeper and the backup backup. <laughs> I mean, we we killed the Rangers. The the Penguins killed the Rangers. I mean, yeah, the, the Rangers came back and won one game. So we, we, we advanced on a 4-1. to one, But, um, man, it wasn't even close. I mean, the, the Penguins just looked infinitely better on all facets of the game than the Rangers did. And this is the first time that I'm I'm really getting excited. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go in, have to play the number one seed, and we're going to play the Capitals. Um, you know, so Ovi versus Crosby. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a great series. It's going to be a great series. And if we lose this series, I won't be upset to that point because the Capitals are just that good. I mean, the Capitals are a great team right now. I mean, you don't accidentally fall into the best record in the league but we deserve to be there now and that's and that's a huge distinction maybe we're not all the way there um and we still got a chance i mean hey i'm calling this one a a, it's a coin toss in my mind i think the penguins really came on stronger the penguins would have had this coach and this setup from day one maybe it's us winning the overall best record but tip your hat to the capitals they have that distinction and i'm i'm so jacked for this series i am so jacked for this series in fact, I'll probably be canceling like important dates to watch this series. I mean, if anybody tries to schedule some shit when, when this you know when these games are, I'm just gonna say no. I I I just can't do it. I gotta grab my beers and I gotta watch this game. This is must see TV. This is what this is what people go for. This is what we. That's why we play the game. This is what we're doing. And uh, I just couldn't be happier. You know, you invest so much of yourself all season into watching these teams and to see to see it pay off the way it should. You know, it's like, oh, thankfully, here we are. And then you look at the Rangers, you know. We were the Rangers, the team that just didn't have an identity. We had pieces that just didn't fit, whether it's too old or not the right uh, play style, whatever it is. I mean, we've been there. The Rangers look lost. And they're going to continue to look lost until they fix some of those issues. And they got an old squad. They got certain guys that just... They're not going to fit in that system, whatever that system may be. And I'm just glad we got things turned around. I'm, I, You know, Malkin came back strong. That first game that he came back was a little bit shaky, I'll admit. But, boy, he really came on like just the powerhouse that he is. And I, I, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. And, um, you know, hey, if we'd have got bounced by the Rangers, maybe that kid in the mini golf would have got a, would have got a club over the side of his head. I don't know. I can't predict those kind of things. All I know is I'm in a good mood, and uh, no scheduled dates yet for the for the series, but they'll be coming up here this week, and I'm just jacked. I'm so happy. And then, you you know, kind of going into the MLB thing, or not MLB, but the NBA thing, man, those, the Blazers are trying to get me to watch them again, and uh, I'll admit, I watched the Monday night game. I watched us go tie the series 2-2. Uh, I said I wasn't going to do it. But there was nothing else on, so I, I put it on. Um, you know, and I put it on to watch Chris Paul break his hand. And Blake Griffin got a quad, you know, injury. And you're starting to think, like, holy, holy shit. This, this team could, uh, this team is not that good no more without, you know, Chris Paul and, and Blake Griffin. The Blazers should be able to advance on this team. And then, if we do advance, what do we, what do we get the, uh, I mean, I guess if we're not the highest seed, but I don't know how that works in the NBA, how seeding works. 
Um, but we could play the the Warriors. We could play the Warriors. Now you play the Warriors without without Steph Curry, and it's like, are you kidding me? You tell me this bum ass Blazers team with with people's that you still don't even know their names, they could go to the Western Conference Finals because everybody else just fell over hurt. I don't know. I'm not I'm not falling for it. I may casually catch a game if there's nothing else on, um, but I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for it. This is this is fool's gold. Um, and you know, I got a I got a DVR to catch up on. Who am I kidding? Man, you, I, I record so many shows watching sports, and then at, at a certain point, it's like, how many New Girl episodes do I need DVR? I have like fourteen New Girl episodes DVR. That's a true story. And you might be asking, why why do you have New Girl episodes uh, DVR? Have you seen that Hannah Simone? Oh Lord, uh, that's why I have the New Girl episodes DVR. Uh, a little bit of a crush. But um, I, I still need to watch the show. I still need to like sit down and invest the, you know, twenty-two minutes minus the commercials. Um, and I, I, I gotta just, I gotta get some of these games over with. I gotta get into some some off seasons so I can catch up on some things. This is getting ridiculous. All right. So, topic number two. Um, you know, I didn't talk about the the, the Nick Young, D'Angelo uh, Williams thing. Uh, with the Lakers and the you know the, the recording the sex tape or not sex tape but like, you know the recording him saying he was a cheater or whatever um, and all that stuff's kind of blown over now so it's not not really relevant but in kind of the same TMZ journalism vein um, this Kurt Schilling thing you know the, he was the the Red Sox pitcher and and he went into broadcasting and he just couldn't get out of his way. Like, he just couldn't get out of his way. You know, it's like some people, and everybody knows these people, who will just post the first thing that comes up on their mind, politically or religiously, and they they just think that everybody else should just deal with it. Now, I know I put some, I put some shit online, uh, but it's all sports-related. You know, I mean, is my job going to fire me for having a hot take against the MLS timekeeping? Probably not. You know, they're probably not going to look at me and be like, wow, that's really an issue for you that they can't kick off on the scheduled posting time. Yeah, that's an issue for me. But am I going on about, you know, whatever my family's preferred religion is or what my politics are? No, it's it's a whole different sphere. It's a whole different ball game. Uh, And he just couldn't get out of his way. You know, it's like he was hired by ESPN just to do broadcasting. And yet, you're supposed to interject a bit of personality into the game. You're supposed to bring your expertise, um, your way of describing, you know, the events on the field. You know, give your anecdotes and quick takes about, you know, what baseball used to be like versus what it is now. That's, I mean, if you make a controversial statement saying that you don't like the new, you know, slide rule into second, or you don't like the new, um, you know, coaches challenge, managers challenge. I mean, get controversial in that vein. But the dude just couldn't get out of his way. And the the stuff that he puts online, it was just like, oh, all Muslims are Nazis or something. And then, you know, this thing with the transgender bathrooms. And I just, it's, you just look at him like, what are you doing? Come on. And it, it it's kind of like that dirty secret. Like, all right, we, we know that you are staunch conservative 
that you probably look at the majority of our population and just shake your head in disgust and people aren't living up to your level of whatever you think people should, whatever it is, just keep it to yourself, man. Because I'll tell you, when, when, when Schilling was pitching and when Boston made that run and the whole, the, the bloody sock thing, I remember watching that game live and just thinking, this is one of the greatest like sporting events I've ever seen. This is one of the greatest things I've ever seen on Baseball Diamond. And he was a hero. Like, it didn't matter if you were an AL or an NL fan or, you know, I mean, if the only people who didn't like him were the Yankees fans. But everybody else was like, the Red Sox are going to do this. This is going to be one of those moments I'm going to look back on and say, I saw that. I saw Manny Ramirez. I saw Kurt Schilling. I saw, you know, Pedro and Poppy. I saw those guys. You know, Johnny Damon looking like a wild man out in outfield. I was the, I saw it. And I still remember it. I mean, I still have it in my mind, you know, what those emotions were seeing that history. And the dude could have just ridden that legacy all the way home. Like, there was nothing that could have derailed him if he just would have kept his mouth shut about what he really thinks about people. And here's the funny thing is like, I mean, what did he, there was like maybe what, five or six white guys on that team? A lot of the shit he says was like pretty racist. I mean, who are we kidding? Like, he just has these crazy views on, on life and your fellow man and, and whatever that is. It's like, dude, I get it, man. Like, you know, you, you were brought up a good old boy. Like, I, I get it, you know, but you just... He lost a fan in me. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of his broadcasting. I mean, I th- his his style of broadcasting wasn't even that controversial. I mean, it was just, it's kind of ho-hum. Yeah, he knew what, it, what you could appreciate about Schilling was he knew the game. And that's all you had to bring to the table. Just prove that you know the game, that you can explain what's going on, and that's it. I mean, why couldn't he just, I wish he was the guy that just brought out Remember that time we won the World Series? Like, if he was the just the the braggart in the corner who just talked about the good old days of baseball, man, you could have just, you could have went on forever. And here's what the funny thing is, is society has this weird barometer for what actually is crossing the line. I mean, it, it's, if you look at his history of what he posted on his Facebook page, I mean, a lot of the stuff, you post that one time on your social media, your job's going to fire you. I mean, just the stuff like a long time ago, you get fired over. And ABC, ESPN, Disney, whoever it is that controls that, as a public personality, they let him go a long time. And for some, whatever reason, the transgender bathroom clip was just the one thing that was too far. I, I mean, was it uh, was it offensive? Of course it was offensive. It was some, you know, obviously, you know, you've probably seen the meme or whatever, you know, some deranged person, you know, wearing some, you know, drag clothing or whatever. And I, that's what he got fired over. Like the Muslim stuff, the Trump stuff, the, the crazy religious takes, none of that got him fired. Like, seriously, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's too bad. I mean, it really is. I don't wish ill on him for for having his his views. I I don't. You know, and I I think that the only way you can really get somebody to change their views is to show them a better way. I mean, I've seen it so many times where 
I mean, can can you really blame, you know, if you're from the North, can you really blame people from the South for being racist? As a, as a general, you know, like moniker of, you know, they're this way, we're this way. You know, can you blame somebody for being Catholic when you are, you know, a Jew or you're Muslim? Or, all you're doing is what your parents told you to do. That's That's all anybody does. You know, until you hit like 35 or 40 and you start thinking for yourself, like, I don't know if I really believe that. But everything else, everything set in motion is just what you were given as a child. I, I can't blame people for just expressing the way they were brought up. I mean, it's not it's not to my liking, but I, I know where it comes from. It, you grew up that way. You know, I mean, everybody's dad is their hero. And whatever your dad told you about life back when you were like four, you take that shit seriously your whole life. So... I, I get it. Like I don't I don't fault him for having the view. I just wish somebody in his camp, somebody in his family would have just been like, let's just take dad's Facebook away. Like somebody change his password quick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like wait till Schilling's on the on the computer and walks away to get a drink of water. Change the password, close it out. Give him an intervention, be like, Dad, you're gonna get fired. You gotta stop posting this bullshit. I mean, unless he was Unless he was truly tired of doing baseball and he just wanted to work at Fox News. And the only way he can get to Fox News is to get fired, get that emotional support from the good old boys, and then he gets an analyst spot on Fox. Maybe that's what, maybe that was his whole like endgame. I don't know. But it really, it really, I hate when politics and sports mix. You know, except for like, like the big things, like, you know, somebody breaking the color barrier. Like, I'm obviously never going to be like, yeah, I wish Jackie Robinson never did what he did because it just muddied the waters for sports. That's obviously not where I'm going with that. But, you know, you look at Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon, same thing. Um, you know, he came out and, like, heavy supported Trump and said he was going to do whatever, Trump's, whatever Trump wanted of him, he was going to do it. If he was asked to appear somewhere, he was going to go appear somewhere. And, you know, politics now are so polarizing. It's like, dude, you know, people don't like Trump, like, you're, you're, you're killing your legacy. I mean, you really are. And then you look at Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, uh, Bill's uh, coach, introduced Trump at a rally in Buffalo or something. It's like, dude, do you think you, you know, giving Trump a hand job, politically speaking, is going to be good for your future options when you try to coach again when you get fired? Because, Rex, you're going to get fired. Here's, here's my prediction for the next 10 years. Rex Ryan will be fired from the Buffalo Bills at some point because he's Rex Ryan. And when you go out into any kind of severe political rally, you've just you've just killed your chances of getting that second chance for the fifth time. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't I don't know. I maybe that's maybe that's just me. I just I feel bad. I feel bad that the Kurt Schilling I knew when I was a kid is now dead in my mind. I mean that's what that's what I feel bad for. You know, he was a guy that you could get behind, and now he's not. He's not. I, I don't know how you how, how do you even support what he did. He did it to himself. Oh, it's a damn shame. And so let's get to the third topic. And I, maybe this isn't even a topic. Maybe this is me ranting and raving. Um, um, that was a that was the nerdiest um I've ever said. And I've I've been really trying not to say um a lot. I've been practicing my dictation <laughs> but i'm looking at 
something snapped in me, and I don't know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I've been talking about that that um, the vinegar thing, right? Yeah, the vinegar. I talked about that on here. I gotta tell you, people. I've slept like a baby now for two weeks straight, and I'm getting caught up on things, and I'm seeing the world clearly again. Not sleep deprived, in the least bit. Uh, but I'm still grumpy. I'm still inside just this grumpy bitch who gets antagonized by so many stupid things around me. And I took the kids mini golfing and I thought for the first time ever as an adult, I thought I need to go golfing. Not with people, but I just need to go golfing. Something, something in me clicked and said, you need to do that. You need to get away from people smack some balls around and then go home and, and get your shit together. And I, I think, I think I might start doing that. I'm, I may, I may start. What is it about old dudes and golf? I didn't ever think I was going to be the old dude who wanted to golf. And now I just am like, I need to try that. Cause I had a couple options. I was going to either take up fishing or take the kids hiking a lot of places this summer. And now, all I can think about is just getting a, a shitty old pair of used clubs and going to my local par 3 that's like 10 blocks away and just swinging the sticks. And maybe maybe I know subconsciously that I get so angry about stupid shit in sports that don't even matter to my life that I can't. my anger doesn't affect anything. When I get angry at the MLS for just... Wasting my goddamn half hour waiting for the goddamn kickoff. The anger doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. I I got like a little army around me now who's just like... I have so many people that, that are timekeeping and sending me tweets and, and messages about... Look how late it is today. I know it's late. It's always late. I'm like the... the it's like the Seinfeld of, you know, goddamn timekeepers now. We just were like this timekeeping army. But it's not changing anything. And so we just get frustrated. <laughs> Maybe I need, if I'm going to get frustrated at anything, get frustrated at myself and then direct it inwards to fix the problem. I don't, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's, maybe that's what the Zen of golf is, is that you get into it, you know that you're not good at it, but you could always be better and you don't have to prove it to anybody else. You just, I just need something tangible with numbers and statistics on a personal level that if I get angry, I can work on that issue. I think I think I might have gone on to something. I think maybe I need that kind of therapy. And the only reason I haven't taken up fishing again is because I just live so far away from all kinds of, you know, fishing holes. I don't know. I don't know. I think this podcast is bringing out some weird shit, let me tell you the truth. Because like, you, you have opinions about certain things, obviously. You watch all the sports you want to watch. You watch the TV you want to watch. And you you don't vocalize it a lot. And then you realize when you start vocalizing it, you're like, man, I I got a lot pent up in here, man. And I'm not a violent dude, but I just, oh, I just start seething on the inside about just the stupidity in sports sometimes. Oh, that felt good. I feel, I, I think, I think I'm going to go golfing. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a YouTube channel out of it. First time golfer. And uh, just me swearing and throwing clubs. That 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 could be it. That could be it. That might be my ticket to fame. I don't know. 
But uh, that definitely isn't the tip of the week because I don't think any wife ever wants to hear that her husband's taking up golfing. I don't know. I don't know. I might leverage that at some point. Like, oh, okay, I won't go golfing this week and I'll just watch a game. Maybe that'll be my tip of the week in the next few weeks. I don't know. We'll see. But that's my time, people. I do appreciate you listening. You can find me on Twitter at Guy underscore M underscore Sanchez. I know it's a lot to say, but it's really quick to type. Uh, you can go to SportingSanchez.com. To, uh, I will put some links up there this week. I'll put some of my articles up. I know I've been lazy on that. It's just been a busy fucking week. What do you want me to do? And uh, you can email me at Guy... No, it's Guy at SportingSanchez.com. And that's where I'm at. That's that's where I'm at. Give me give me a line. Uh, tweet me. Drop me a, uh, you know, a DM. Slide it into my DMs. Um, all right, people. Have a good weekend. And uh, let's let's go pens. Let's go pens. Peace.